Welcome to the Leader's Edge podcast. I'm Sandy Laycox, Editor-in-Chief of Leader's Edge. In this podcast, sponsored by Ascend, I talk with Ascend co-founder and CEO, Andrew Wynn. Ascend is a finance automation platform for insurance built to ease the administrative burden of finance documents and free up brokers and underwriters to focus on core competencies. With a rich background ranging from the Peace Corps to Instacart, Andrew talks about the importance of forming community relationships across his experiences. We also talk a lot about digitization, integration, and what good looks like. Give it a listen. I am here with Andrew Wynn, co-founder and co-CEO of Ascend. Welcome, Andrew. Hi, Sandy. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me. I'm excited to uh, talk a little bit about integration, optimization, digitization in the insurance world with you. Uh, so all, let's all the fun topics. Yeah. All fun topics, <laughs> absolutely. Let's start out by just a, a quick introduction to Ascend. You're you're a co-founder. Why did you start it, and and what does it do? Sure. Yeah. So Ascend is a young company. We're only about three years old, um, but we were founded uh, after my co-founder, business partner, and I sold our last company to an MGA, uh, and we kind of saw a little bit of how the insurance world works behind the scenes. Uh, and we were really, really, you know, we really fell in love with the industry, uh, the people, the, you know, this, the, the value that insurance provides to, to the communities that we're all a part of. Um, and we started Ascend because we're not underwriters. We don't know anything about underwriting. We learned that in, inside of an MGA. We're also not agents. We don't know anything about distribution. Uh, my co-founder Praveen and I are uh, technology professionals. We've been working in Silicon Valley for the past 10 years um, in companies. You know, I was at a company that was acquired by Google. We were both very early employees at Instacart when it was, you know, 20 guys sitting around a house, you know, in a house kind of thing. So, you know, we, we've been in the technology industry for a while uh, and we thought, gosh, we love insurance. We're not agents. We're not underwriters. How can we build technology for this industry? And that was kind of the genesis of Ascend. Um, and specifically what Ascend does is Ascend is a finance automation platform for insurance companies. Um, finance automation can mean many things, right? It can be premium payments, claims payments, reconciliation, uh, commission disbursements, accounting reporting, all those types of things, which are obviously very unique to insurance. Um, given the way our industry works. Um, but, you know, th th they're critical to the business, but they don't need to be anyone's core competency. Again, the core competency of insurance businesses at the end of the day is distribution or underwriting. And so we thought this was a great place that we could bring our technology background into the insurance world. That makes a lot of sense. I think it's, it's, fascinating that you fell in love with insurance while working <laughs> uh with an MGA and that that that's great to hear um I'm curious I'd be curious to know you know what what those things were that that <laughs> made you fall for it but before we go there you have also that's an interesting background a lot of startup work you also were in the Peace Corps at an early part in your career is there anything that you've done in those areas that sort of gave you guidance or strategic thought for what Ascend is doing now? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you would have asked me 10 years ago how I can weave, weave the, the needle between Peace Corps and, and insurance right? software, but <laughs> I'll try. Um, you know, I think, uh, well, th there is actually a real answer, which is, you know, in the Peace Corps, 
I was in Senegal and West Africa, and you're very reliant on your community, right? And your community is, um, you're kind of alone, quote unquote. And so you really have to build and form relationships. And I think we, you know, that ability to meet with people, understand people, be a part of a community, build relationships is, you know, has been a something I've carried with me. And I think it's very, you know, one of the reasons I really like the insurance industry is I see a lot of similarities there, right? It is at the end of the day, a kind of small world, right? For how big of an industry it is. Folks know each other, folks care about each other, even if they're competition, you know, quote unquote, people are ultimately all part of the same community. Everyone on this podcast has heard it's a relationship business. It is, right? And I really value that. And so um, I think those are some of the, the, shared commonalities between that time in the Peace Corps and what we see in insurance. And even before that, like I'm from a small town in Indiana. Um, it's called Middlebury, Indiana. It's, you know, mostly Amish people. It's where RVs are, are made. Um, and I remember even in that, you know, my high school of a thousand kids, um, my best friend's dad owned the insurance agency, which sponsored, you know, sports teams. Right. And so as I think back, I'm like, oh, this has always been kind of maybe a part of my life I wasn't aware of, but a key part of communities. And I really, really value that. And, and I like being a part of that. So that's, I think, how those things connect a little bit. I think you hit the nail on the head with the community relationship business. That is absolutely what our, our brokers and listeners value in the work that they do as well. Um, let's get into digitization and um, efficiencies a little bit more. So Ascend is striving to help um, agencies do that through digitizing and streamlining payments. Um, you and I agree that sort of the general consensus is this is a good thing that we should be doing in the industry at this point, getting away from manual processes and 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 moving into this kind of workflow. But you see a lot of the stuff that goes wrong with it and you know what good looks like. So let's talk about that a little bit. What are we striving for here? Yeah, I think what we're what, you know, insurance is kind of going through to your point, no one needs to be convinced that technology uh, can be a huge benefit to the industry. Um, I think there's two kind of thing, two things we see that maybe make that a challenge uh, or or the implementation of that technology a challenge. One is um, going back to what we were just talking about, about the, the nature of relationships, community, family businesses, right? Businesses inside of their communities. There's a fear that technology will put people uh, out of work. And I think that that fear is totally understandable, but in, with insurance, um, it will forever be a relationship business and it will forever be very, very complicated. And so what we actually think technology can do is handle aspects of the insurance, just, you know, in this case, distribution chain that don't need to be done by people so that people can focus on the things that only people can do, right? Helping people with understanding what kinds of, you know, risk they, they, they need to protect themselves from working with people if there's, God forbid, a claim, things like that. And so technology can never replace that. Uh, technology, we think, you know, is, is best left to these parts of the business that we define as critical, but they don't need to be someone's core competency. Uh, and so we, we look at aspects of the business, you know, what I think good looks like is, um, you know, aspects of the business that are 
repetitive, paper-based, uh, very transactional. Um, there are things that producers, account managers, relationship managers are doing all day, every day that actually have no connection to their clients, right? And those are the types of tasks that uh, folks should be looking uh, to, to say, how can technology you know, help this out so that I can do what I do best, as opposed to technology that can, you know, AI to get a quote, right? Like that's not actually going to be that helpful in my opinion. So that's kind of the first thing we see around, you know, challenges as to uh, technology adoption. That that makes a lot of sense. And I, I, you hear that fear definitely when, when you talk about AI and as the new technology out there. So, um, I think that that that's definitely something that people are weighing as they, you know, think about these tools. Um, your your tool, your technology, I think, is pretty integrative, right? Like you can integrate it with whatever system you have. You work seamlessly with the AMS. Uh, you know, over the past few years, integration has been a topic. People have been like, uh, nothing works together. And so where do you think we are now with that uh, part of the process? Yeah. yeah, that's that's funny you bring that up. So it's kind of what I see as our the second challenge we see. So again, internally or, or you know, in the tech world, we, we kind of differentiate um, software into two categories. One is an application everyone knows about an application, right? But an application is typically something that does just one thing really, really well. This can also be a point solution. Um, and so, you know, there, there are tons of applications that we see and use all day, every day. And then the second um, category of software is what, what we call a platform, right? And a, a platform to us consolidates multiple different applications together into one sort of workflow tool, uh, because that's how you really do drive that interconnectivity. You actually enhance productivity. You don't just, you know, give someone a, a better course, if you will, using that that old example. Um, we we And so platforms typically power entire workflows and functions versus just components of them. And, you know, Salesforce is an example of a great platform. Salesforce does marketing, sales, Else, customer relationship management, more. It's used for all of those things as opposed to just a place to, you know, a contact database of customers, which would be an application. Um, and so what we're seeing right now is folks looking to, you know, I think insurance is going through this, this um, maturation around technology of going from specific point solutions to full platforms that help people you know, truly drive efficiency in workflows. Um, and one thing that is necessary for that is integrations into other types of technology, right? So for example, you might have a platform for sales and management being Salesforce, right? You might have a platform for policy management being an agency management system. Uh, you might have a platform for finance, right? And, and hopefully that's Ascend, right? Where you're handling all the premium collections, handling premium payables, doing reconciliation, generating accounting reporting, right? Uh, as opposed to just something that does one off of those things. And so the, the challenge we see with that is it's more important than ever for those integrations between those various platforms to work. However, 
the the sort of number of or surface area of integrations is a lot lower because you're typically using fewer platforms. So, you know, in this case, instead of, you know, Salesforce needs to talk to AMS, AMS needs to talk to uh, Ascend, and that's it as opposed to, you know, 10 different applications in, inside of one of those workflows. I know that was a lot. Does that <laughs> kind of make sense or track? Yeah. My takeaway is we're getting better. We're <laughs> we're definitely getting better. We're, yeah. we're taking some pieces out of the chain and making it more efficient. <laughs> Yes, exactly. We're definitely taking pieces out. But, you know, as folks are looking to buy, uh, you know, what I would really think about is like, how does this, how does this piece of software power a workflow, you know, end to end, as opposed to how does it do just one job inside of that? Um, and, and that's really the big difference, you know, we're seeing people start to think about now of how can I Auto, you know, automate, drive efficiency, whatever, this entire workflow rather than just one part of it. I think that makes a lot of sense and definitely seems like progress. Um, if that's if that's the way people are seeing it now. Yeah. Uh so this makes me think, you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking about sort of the middle market, smaller broker space where you don't have a ton of resources, but you, you know maybe you have some private equity backing, but you're really trying to streamline. Is that a um, is that a group that you really speak to, or do you see a lot of room for opportunity here with that sector? Um, yeah, I think that. I mean, maybe this is just my bias because it's the the world I you know see and know from from growing up. Is that true? local agency that has grown through a niche through acquisition and is a really big part of its community, right? That's how we think about, you know, sort of the the folks who have a few offices, they're doing really well in their in their region. Uh, and those are the folks who are kind of in a little bit of a messy middle, I think, right? They're not tiny little agencies that are just, you know, doing their thing day after day. Um, and conversely, they're not, you know, the top five biggest agencies either. Um, and they are faced with a choice of how do we continue to grow our business efficiently as well as responsibly to our community and our our constituents um is that is that taking private equity money um maybe maybe not um the other thing that is probably true is like whether they are whether they decide to take private equity money or not um probably their competitors or one of their competitors will have and so we're regardless of who's taking the money, we are seeing the effects of PE platforms and, and aggregators on the entire market, um, especially in that mid-market segment. And, and one of the knock-on effects of that is a much more um, laser-focused margins, right? And how, how efficient a business is to drive margins and like no one needs to be told, this is what PE does, right? This is their job. Um, so it's no surprise. Uh, but I would say that we we definitely see that across the industry now more than more than ever. And this is sort of a way to help drive those margins, I would assume, by the cost savings involved in, you know, streamlining these processes. Yeah, I mean, I think we would hope. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I think technology is a great lever for that. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, we we for example with our software, we price it based on ROI. So we'll go and we'll work with our, our prospects to say, hey, what does this 
costing you today running these processes with people? What business are you losing? What money are you leaving on the table? What, you know, revenue are is, you know, not being realized correctly, whatever. And we'll we'll size that. And let's say it's, you know, just a, a simple number, you know, $10,000 is, is what's being left. And that would be very little, obviously. Um, we'll say, great, we'll charge you a tenth of that. And so it's always ROI based. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a great way. Technology in general should always be ROI based as opposed, I, in my opinion, yeah. um, to know if it's really worthwhile. And, and I, yeah, I, I think it's a great way to improve those, those margins. But um, beyond that, I think there's other benefits too around customer experience, again, freeing up your team to be able to do things that are actually additive to the business, but also probably more in probably why they got into the business in the first place. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Employee satisfaction, um, all those types of things. Yeah, actually, that's a great point. Um, higher satisfaction. If you are, you know, doing more strategy, maybe and more client relationship versus pushing papers around. Admin. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's something we hear a lot. Um, I mean, some of our just, you know, Personally, what one of our biggest sort of cohorts of, of champions of customers who really love Ascend are um, are our account managers, people who are typically tasked with a lot of that administrative work, either you know post bind if there's a claim, if there's you know policy management renewals, all those things that often can be pretty time intensive, right? Collecting loss runs, doing putting together submissions putting together quote packages, managing payment, collecting the payment, all that stuff. Um, and, you know, that's not necessarily why they got into the business to push that paper. And so, um, I mean, for most, it's not, at least I, I, I hear. Um, and so um, giving them some of that time back and tools to help make those processes more efficient, uh, A, is good for the business and B, uh, is good for the people in the business, which you know, kind of makes it also good for the business, right? So it, it's really, really a win-win. Yep, absolutely. And so before we go, just one more question on kind of the the most optimistic or, you know, beneficial view of what you're working on. What What do you see as when someone really has used this to its fullest capability? What What is the greatest takeaway for them? Do, do Are there other insights that they might be getting that they wouldn't be able to see before? Is there anything that we sort of haven't touched on that might come out of, of this type of transformation? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'll touch on maybe technology broadly, right? And then, and then or Ascend specifically, and then technology broadly. Um, with Ascend, what we typically see is, is folks who are, you know, using full ascend to its full potential, all of our sort of platform type features fully integrated into their agency management system, CRM, whatever it may be. Those folks are putting finance tasks, right? Transactional finance, I mean, on autopilot. So, you know, just specifically, right? No one is worrying about collecting payments because the system is doing that. Revenue is being reconciled correctly from statements. Carriers are being paid correctly and on time. Uh, so you don't have notices of cancellation. There aren't questions from insureds around who to pay for what. Um, and those are all things that are really important, right? It's critical for those all those things to work, but like no one gets that excited about them, nor should they, because they should just work. 
And so what I would say about Ascend specifically is folks who are using us to their, their full potential um, kind of make the administrative burden and cost of all things accounting finance, go operations, go away. Um, and and that's really the outcome we hope for is make this really, really, really simple because it is not a core competency of an insurance business and no one should have to worry about it. Um, so that's on a sense specifically. And what I would say about technology is, you know, within an agency or, or brokerage is um, it's finding tools, again, that really allow folks to focus on that core competency of an insurance business, which is helping people protect the things that they care about. And using, uh, you know, your unique knowledge about a market, about a risk, about a community to help the people inside of it, as opposed to, again, dealing with administrata and things like that. And so I think technology is going to be a really, really powerful tool uh, or is obviously a really powerful tool for the insurance industry. Um, and there's a lot further we can go, uh, both for the sake of the business businesses, but also uh, for the folks inside of the industry and and obviously their customers. You know, I think it's great advice if you think about, because so many people are talking about AI and how do we apply it and what can we do with it? And if you just sort of look at it from that lens of, well, is it replacing something that's not a core competency? You know, that might, that's a good differentiator for making those decisions. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely the, the, you know, the, the candle we like to hold to things, which is, and we do this in our own business too, right? And I think no business is immune to this, right? It's not just insurance. It's, is this a critical thing for our business? And does it need to be our core competency? If the answer is it's critical, but we don't need to be the best at, you know, billing, uh, then find technology for it, right? That is the answer now. Uh, as opposed to find somebody to do it so that you can focus on those things. We outsource all of our billing and accounting as a software company. Why would we bring that in-house? There are tools and technology that are better at it that, you know, for our type of accounting uh, than we are. And so it allows us to focus on building software for insurance agencies rather than, you know, closing our books every month. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks, Andrew. It's yeah. been great chatting with you. Yeah, pleasure. Thank you, Sandy. That was Andrew Wynn, co-founder and CEO of Ascent. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. For more Leaders Edge podcasts, go to leadersedge.com.